and basketball analysis with over 70 years combined experience. This is the Bob Ryan and Jeff Goodman podcast. NBA, some college, a little bit of everything. You know, what can I say? But it wasn't going to happen here with him. I was okay with it because it wasn't about talent, I didn't think. All right, let's get right to it. Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, Tangway Along for the Ride podcast. Got a good one today, as always, driven by Bet Online, your number one source for all your Super Bowl Super Bowl betting this season. Big day coming up on Sunday, and also by HelloFresh. You get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep with HelloFresh. I am a satisfied customer. You should definitely try it. Okay, guys, let's get to it. Big news. Bob, I'll start with you. LeBron James breaks Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring record. Uh, Pretty interesting. One Laker to another. I never thought LeBron would be a Laker. Uh, But still, it was quite a moment. I like LeBron. Some people don't for some unknown reason. But I thought it was a great moment for him. I salute him. That is my official salute. He's perfectly deserving. Uh, I I always... (laughs) On the, you know, just crazy about the these stupid LeBron haters. Uh, you know, there's just just no reason for it. It's stupid. Anyway, um, he's the appropriate person to do it, given the longevity. What this record reflects is not as two things: skill and longevity. You can't be the all-time scorer without longevity. He 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 has taken a torch from a guy who played 20 years, and he is now 20 playing 20 years. That's it's logical. It, it's a tribute in, in that regard. What I think is there's many things to say about it, but I'll, I'll start with this. The most interesting thing about him being the all-time scoring leader, he's fourth in assists. And that tells you right. that, that my premise has always been, he's always been about team. He's, he wants to win basketball games and, and he, and he wants to do it the best way possible. And, and uh, the, the worst thing you could ever say about him as a player is that there was a period of, it's that he was too deferential for too long. Right up to and including the 2011 finals. That was the catharsis. I don't know whether somebody got to him or he or he figured it out. But since that time, he's calibrated his great ability better, and, and than he had before. And um, and and so you know, I, I find it interesting uh, last night's game, the fact that that uh, in the midst of the game and the 10 minute ceremony and all. Oh, by the way, they lost. <laughs> and, yeah, he only had three in the fourth quarter. I don't know that what that was all about. But anyway, I'm I'm all on favor. I'm all aboard with this. Okay, and I love the way Kareem's handled it too. I think he's handled it great. You know, for for me, guys, I don't know. I, I watched last night and I just had flashbacks to one of the first times I saw LeBron it was 2001 at uh, Fairleigh Dickinson University, uh, ABCD camp. And there was this huge matchup. It was built up of LeBron, this this kind of again kid that you kind of heard about, but you didn't really know how good he was. And and this kid named Lenny Cook, who was oh, yeah. also a big time player out of New York, right? And they were building up Lenny Cook as the next great thing. He was from New York, big, strong wing, six six, two thirty. And man, LeBron just ate his lunch. Absolutely destroyed him. And, and that was when I just kind of came away saying, like, all right, this is special. This is somebody that's can't miss, like completely can't miss. But did I ever think he would be the all-time leading scorer? Hell no. Nobody did. Again, you're watching him at that point. And, you know, he was so physically dominant 
And again, his IQ was off the charts, but you just didn't think that the scoring part would be so prolific. And and also that, that honestly, his body would hold up the way it has. You know, he, he he's so big and strong. Again, you look at him and you're like, all right, he's going to have major injury problems throughout his career because of how, how physical he plays. You know, you look at Zion, right? Zion, so big and strong. And look at what's happened with him already. But LeBron has taken care of his body. Um, and, and to me, again, this GOAT conversation, guys, between – I grew up watching Michael Jordan, right? And I covered LeBron. You know, for the better part of his career, I've covered LeBron to some extent. And and I would say, why do we – like, I, I can't even pick. Guys, I can't pick between the two of them. Their games are so different, it, it, and the eras are so different. I cannot pick between those two, but I will say they're the best two players I've ever seen. And, and and kind of for different but similar reasons. My, you know, to me, they they both made people better. You know, yeah, MJ was more of a killer, right? He was more of a of a killer as a scorer, just give him the ball and, and and let him go to work. LeBron could do it in every facet, and they were both great, great defenders as well. I can pick, and and my, I, I, you know, and, and it is those two, all around player. Remember, when we're having this discussion, we have to separate the bigs. The, which the centers because their job description in the old days is totally different. Of course, they don't exist anymore. That's another topic for another day. You know, the five, the classic job of a five is changed. We understand that. Okay. So, but, but in terms of all around player, we're talking about a guy who could pass and dribble and shoot and defend and do blah, blah, the, the whole package and that, that restricts it. That eliminates the very bigs. It always has until now. <laughs> and, uh, and, and put you in the midsize category. Can't be the point guards either. They're too small. They're not rebounding. They're not pointing the deal. Okay. It's those two. Um, the differentiation is simply to me that you mentioned it. Look, if I'm playing for my life tonight, I got to have Michael. Right. Right. If I you just you know, he's going to take your lunch. Like he's going to sit back he's for blood. Just enjoy the game. I'd, I, I wrote this in my book 10 years ago. I, I take Michael for my life, but I'd rather watch LeBron play. LeBron, LeBron is bigger, stronger, faster, a better rebounder and a better passer. Than Michael Jordan, period. Technically, he's he's better in in more categories than Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was a flat out more consistently good defender, better defender. Although LeBron has made himself into a good one, but not at Michael's level. And 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 Michael, but Michael had that other that je ne sais quoi that 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 competitive that cut the old you know cut your thought heart out and give it to you with a glass of Chianti attitude that LeBron will never have. He's a nicer person in that sense, you know. Well, that's just and, it. I mean, and that, I, like, I just summarize like, it. Yeah. How they got to the peak of the. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Uh, how they each got to the top of the mountain in their respective times. Okay, Michael didn't get there until we learned how to share. The nineteen eighty-seven Michael is not making those passes to John Paxson and Steve Kerr that helped him win championships. Okay, until he began to trust. He wasn't winning. And I don't care what anybody says. They could have won earlier if he had had that attitude. And the different and LeBron didn't win until he learned to accept the responsibility of being the best player on the floor and acting accordingly. He was too deferential. And 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 now, and then once he stopped being completely different, not completely, but too deferential and figured out how to calibrate the word I always use calibrate. When you have that much of range of skill, you got an it's hard to figure out exactly how to balance off the calibration. I, you can get a shot anytime you want at level, which those two can. You know, that doesn't mean you should, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't mean you should. And so my, what, that's the difference. Michael knew how to learn how to share. LeBron had to learn how to take charge. You would rather have dinner with LeBron, but if you needed a win, you go with Michael. That's no, I didn't say that. That's another matter entirely. That that but that's my opinion. That to me oh, that's, oh, oh, that's, oh, really? that says that says oh. what you say, Bob. You, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bob, Bob, you're just saying that he's a nicer I, guy. We've always, LeBron is a nice guy. I mean, look, the only bad thing anybody ever said about him was somebody told me allegedly he's cheap at dinner, which I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I mean, we used to say the same thing about Bird, and when he went to Miami, I mean, you know, the Miami, the decision that was a mistake. Ooh. But I again, mean, that was a mistake in which he was still young enough to listen. Of course, to the and he took some bad night. advice. He took some right. bad advice, Jeff. Right. right. That was, but, but you know, but I would rather go to dinner with LeBron James than Michael Jordan. That's the way I look at it. I like that. I never thought of it in those terms. I like that. Well, I, but as soon as you said it, what just like I just think Michael might be a little bit more entertaining, more stimulating than right. than LeBron. The story stupid. Listen, but, the stories yeah. are going to be better. From Michael than they are from LeBron. I suppose I guess, Michael yeah. didn't give a shit, right? Michael didn't worry as much about public perception. LeBron, especially after the decision, is concerned with public perception, and and rightfully so. In this this day and age of social media, you kind of have to be right. Right, 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 right. Oh, right now, Michael, with what he went through with the the gambling and how he went to play yeah. baseball. I mean, forget it. Social media. It have a tough go. But we'll never know it, the whole truth. No, about, we won't. We about won't. Michael's yeah, sabbatical. No, we'll we never won't, know the we whole won't truth. Know. And I don't know if I want to know, to be honest with you. You know, it's one of those things I just, I don't know if I want to know. Okay, thank you, folks, for your patience with that. Uh, let's get back to it. If, if Jeff, I'll start with you on this. If Kyrie was going to go to one place, it had to be Dallas because of Mark Cuban. I mean, you knew. I mean, the Al Davis of the NBA, he was the guy to make this deal. Yeah, no, I, I think it made sense. It made all the sense in the world because if you're Dallas, you're not getting another uh, big-time free agent in, in Dallas. You're just not. And you understand your ceiling with just Luka and those kind of auxiliary parts. You, you can't go beyond. Maybe maybe and get to the Western Conference Finals. But you, you got no chance to win this whole thing. So you know what? You rolled the dice. Now, having said that, Boston rolled the dice. The Nets rolled the dice. And it backfired on both. So, Bob, what what could be different with this one? You know, already Kyrie is saying that he felt disrespected in Brooklyn. So it's like he hasn't he hasn't figured it out. He never will, in my opinion. So I don't know how anything is going to be different in Dallas than it has been in Boston or Brooklyn. I should have known that the D word would come into the R word and the D word would come into play with him. She didn't, you know, in the midst of all this, I, the, the 21st century word that drives me crazy. I was disrespected. Oh God, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I know. I love when Bob gets, I love when Bob gets upset like this. Oh. Disrespect. I don't want to hear it. The word that this it shouldn't be allowed in in sports. Anyway, um, yeah, you're right. We there's good luck to them. You know, this is I I wrote the, I said a tweet. This is Cleopatra and the Asp. You know, you knew damn or Al the Al Wilson the snake. You knew damn well I was a snake when you took me in. You know, it, it, it's all out there. So they caveat emptor with him. Okay, Mark. Good luck to you. 
technically speaking, he fills a major void. He gives them a second option. He gives them a a, a guard, you know, which of of, of great consequence. He is. Let's let's state the fact. I believe he's one of the handful of most talented guards that's ever played the game of basketball. He can get to the basket at will. He can. He's hit. He he he's fearless. With, with with shots making, he's he's versatile. He's you know he's made the single biggest and most important shot of the other of the twenty first century NBA Finals. You know, all right, good for him. We know how talented he is, but it's that whole mind body package that is perplexing. And there's no evidence based on that interview that he's whining about being disrespected in in New Jersey that he's going to change anytime soon. There's no evidence. Is he what's going to influence him? Is uh, the change? He still thinks he's smarter than everybody else. He still isn't as smart as he thinks he is. And I truly believe that he's searching for something in life that he doesn't know what it is. And and uh, good luck to Dallas. They could have some success in this short run, however. You know, I mean, and... That's he, generally what happens, right? With Kyrie, right, right. there's a snapshot where you're, every fan base gets excited because, again, for a while, it's really good. I, I remember, guys, I don't know if I've told you this story, but... Uh, you'd stop me if I did, but when I went to um, to an early season game, Kyrie's first year with Boston, I asked all the media. I said, you know, what do you think of Kyrie? And they were all like, um, Yeah, he's great. He's great. I said, All right, I'm gonna go away for a couple months, cover some college hoops. I'll be back, and I guarantee it's different. And sure enough, I came back three months later. I said, How's Kyrie? Oh man, you were right. He, he's brutal, brutal to deal with. Again, condescending. That's the biggest word I would use for Kyrie Irving. And I think it affects him in the locker room, too, because I've had multiple teammates, former teammates, tell me you had no idea which Kyrie you were going to get. Some days he'd be great. And other days he would be absolutely brutal uh, to, to, to play with and to share a locker room with. So, listen, Dallas, they're 29 and 26. They'll probably be in, in, in the playoffs. Um, but – Here's the crazy part, guys. How long ago was it that we were talking about the Brooklyn Nets being the hottest team in the NBA when they had KD and Kyrie, and now won, Kyrie walked away from that? He won 19 out of 21, as I recall. Yeah. I mean, this is the great – he's still, you know, I, I, I had long been saying he never categorically stated why he left Cleveland. It turns out he did say at one point sort of, you know, uh, that he kind of admitted that he wanted his – to get his own show. I don't think he ever admitted it, Bob. I asked him several times. I thought I saw something because I, I don't remember reading that at the time. He wouldn't answer like me. That. Wouldn't answer. All right. So I've always believed, you know, he never categorically said why he left Cleveland, but we could figure it out, you know, and, and, uh, but now, but then he goes and jo- joins up with the, the Nets. Well, you know, he's got a, a, a an all-time great player next to him. And, and his buddy and his buddy, oh, Bob. Right, the buddy, that's uh, the buddy part. Yeah. So what it, 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 it it's, you know. How no. is this going to end any better? That's my question. How could it end any better? Because, again, it couldn't work with his boy, who also might be the best player on the planet. He walked away from him after they had had a hell of a run here, and Katie's coming back soon. Well, so he walked also, away though, because I mean, why? Because of, I guess he was disrespected in his mind. Well, <laughs> finish it out, try to maybe win a title, and then walk away. And get a new contract. Well, also, though, I want to point back to Harden, because when Harden was with the Nets, he was actually dishing the ball. And we do know, and it wasn't as if that Harden was saying, you know, was keeping the ball from Kyrie. 
So he not only – he had two point guards that wanted to pass him the ball Yes, in Brooklyn, yes. and it still wasn't good enough. Uh, as I put on my amateur psychiatrist hat, the only thing I could tell you is there are sometimes I've seen players and I've seen entertainers, there's a fear of failure. There's an overwhelming fear of failure. So they say, rather than try, I'm just going to say I'm disrespected or the situation's not right, and they walk away. And I and while it is comes, it's arrogant, it's disturbing, it's selfish, it's rude. I just think the guy is afraid to fail. And this is how he externalizes it by saying, I don't want to deal with it. I'll quit and go somewhere else because I was disrespected. That's what I think. Talk about it technically for a minute uh, in terms of the fact that Luca is the most ball dominant. Right. On, Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, how's that going to go? Um, you know, other than LeBron, who's very dominant and you don't need a point guard, you know, the, 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 how that's going to go. How is Luca going to, quote, calibrate, unquote, himself, you know, down and loves to dribble, dribble, dribble. Loves to dribble. I know he's got. The, he's a totally. Do- and there's been criticism. And the, one of the problems with the Ma- Mavericks, no matter who's the other four guys, is that he's too dominant. Yes. And, and he, you know, and, and some nights he's cranking the threes when he's not hitting. You know, and I, and I, I'm not believe me. I'm a big Luca fan here. I don't don't get me wrong on this, but I'm just saying that he's. Right. In- so it'll be interesting. Now, oh, I may ask you this: Is this the right coach? Is there is there is there a right coach? There's not. Uh, he, he could. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he could have, um, you know, uh, Michael Jordan coaching him, and I think he feels like he knows more than 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 everybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So, now we're talking about one of the smartest, greatest point guards that has ever played the game. Yep. And uh, uh, you know, whatever. And and I'm I totally respectful of, of his who the ball player that Jason Kidd, Kidd was. Uh, you know, interesting. He's had mixed results as a coach, but but uh, he was you know, but. One thing he knows is that position. And, hey, imagine if if your boy Carlisle was still there and had to deal with Luca and Kyrie. That would be it. <laughs> Carlisle would be done. He'd retire no, within six weeks later. Yeah. So it's uh, but he's. I find it interesting, and one I don't know what else we can say, but that once he issued the proclamation, they they just the they merely shot away from him. They shot him down. The Nets. Yeah. They basically shot him down. Well, I think that, you know, to wrap it up, I think that Dallas could get to the finals, but I don't, I think we all agree nobody's going to win it. I mean, if it works, if he shows up and if he, and if Luca accepts them, they can get to the West, they can get to the finals. But It'll, that, there's an expiration date and it's usually it, pretty quick. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's getting quicker. That's the thing is, it's getting quicker. You're right. So who knows if they would even make it to the finals before he. Uh, guys, I have a, I have a, a topic, a, a weekly feature right. of. Good Ryan Goodman Tangway. I love this one. I know where you're going with this one. That we welcome, and I'm sure we do, <laughs> the newest and most interesting member of a very interesting member of the 40 point club. That is young Mr. Cam Thomas, who has Ooh. not only scored 40 points once this week, he has now scored 40 points in three consecutive games for the Brooklyn Nets at the age of 21, by the way. He won't be 22 until the 13th of this year. Of October, October 13, he turns 22. Okay. Um, in his last three games, he has shot in order 16 for 23, 15 for 29, and 11 for 23, which is 42 for 75, while scoring 44, 47, and 43 points. Jeff Goodman, where did this come from? So I remember talking to Will Wade, 
who was the coach at LSU, who signed Cam Thomas. And he told me when he signed him, I had never seen Cam in, in the AU circuit, but he said, I got this kid coming in and he's going to be better than anything. Remember, they had a pretty good run with, with Tremont Waters and Naz Reed and some of those dudes. He said, I, I got I got a better player than I've I've had, period, here. He, he's that electric of a scorer. And um, he is. I mean, it's just amazing, though, you can take a guy that deep off the bench and all of a sudden he becomes this, this prolific scorer that nobody can stop. I don't know too many guys that could do it at that level, right? Like you, you bring like Jeremy Lin came out right. of nowhere and had that stretch for what? How long was that? Two months with the Knicks? I know it was less. It was yeah, about six weeks. Six weeks, yeah. Like <laughs> I don't know. I mean, could this be one of those? All I'll say is Cam Thomas is wired to score, and he was a late first round pick. He was twenty seventh uh, pick in the two thousand twenty one draft. The first yeah. one, twenty seventh. Listen. I'll tell you one thing. Former LSU coach Will Wade probably not surprised by this because I I looked him up in in my uh, blue ribbon stash behind me here, and when he came in, uh, the what Will Wade said uh, Will Wade said that impressed him the most about this kid from Oak Hill Academy that that he had brought in was the way he gets to the foul line. That he he had a, a rare precocious ability to get to the foul line. Um, he is a 83% career free foul shooter, I must tell you, at this moment in time. And uh, uh, that's the one thing he cited as, as, as he entered LSU. I have Not a, a great three point shooter. Not considered a great shooter, but this year he's shooting 43% from three. I bet, I, I don't know what the numbers are, Bob, in the last three games from three, but my guess is it's probably 50%. Yeah, it's got to be good. Well, you know, I mean, like if, all, all, most of the truly great players get better. They, they work on their games, they get better. Maybe he's going to be one of those guys. Let me tell you about HelloFresh. We use it in my house. My family loves it. I couldn't cook before HelloFresh. Now I can. Because you give farm fresh ingredients, seasonal recipes, the flavor's terrific, and everything's measured for you. So you don't have to measure out all the different spices and seasonings. It's all right there, and you just got to put it in. You get 40 weekly recipes that you can choose from. So you don't have to go to restaurants. You don't have to order takeout. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You just go with HelloFresh. I get a box on my doorstep every week, put it in the fridge, bada bing, bada boom. I'm done. It's affordable. You can whip it up and the kids will love it. As a matter of fact, I made some firecracker meatballs. Mm, they were delicious with some rice and green beans. Special sauce on there that was just outstanding. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Scribe65 and use code Scribe65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Scribe65 and use code Scribe65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. One other piece of interesting trivia that I don't know if you knew, his he was born in Japan. Really, did not know that. No, mother no. was his mother. It said was working there. Didn't say anything about his father working there. Mother was working there. Eventually, they relocated, of course. And yes, you know, he, uh, but and he wound up at Oak Hill, storied Oak Hill Academy. Anyway, Camp Thomas. Fourteen. Hey, he's fourteen of twenty-five from three in these in this three okay. games. One, if someone, if ten, at the onset of this month. Uh, this month, even this month, uh, 10 days ago, I'll put that, if, if we suggested that no. we'd be no, talking no. about him as a three-time member of the 40-point club. This is, wow. Hey, if, if we had said we'd be talking about him in this podcast, 
Yeah. We all want to. <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. It's the well, investigative it's journalism. And by the way, did you, this this all began with the with the uh, exit of uh, Kyrie Irving. Yes. Right. I don't know what that opportunities, can be. right? Opportunities. Minutes of, were certainly provided. Yes. Yes. The investigative journalism of one Robert Ryan right here on this podcast. Uh, to wrap it up, guys, Bobby Manning of CLNS.com and CLNS Media <laughs> has a little article up that you can read. Uh, Jason Tatum right now is second in minutes per game, 37.3 minutes per game. Uh, a concern because it seems what happens lately, Jeff, is when they do try to rest them, the Celtics get in trouble. I guess. I mean, listen, he's 24 years old. Jesus. He's 24 years old. I'm not I'm not overly concerned. We were never concerned about this years ago. And, you know, these guys were playing more minutes than they are now. Um, you know, he's taking a couple games off here and there for, for uh, load management or his son's birthday party. Uh, maybe maybe take another birthday party day off whatever you know let, let your kids celebrate another uh birthday party for deuce why not i you know i just i just get exasperated of course you know with with, the, with these the, yeah he's second he's third, not even 40 minutes a game i mean I, i'm sorry i grew up with john havlicek i grew up with 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 all those guys you know and and it's just a whole different world i understand and and, and they're not a, and and better travel conditions i mean if you were told these people 50 years ago, 40 years ago, that the you know about the travel the, and the places they'd be staying and the, and the charter flights and the amenities, and, and, and I mean they wouldn't believe it that that could happen. And I, yeah, but you know I, I can see if we were having this conversation about Al, fine, you know he's 30, he'd be 37 soon, but 24 year old, I I I just have a hard time grasping this. I'm sorry, I just can't. You know I like it. I I, I gotta say, guys, I like it. That Jason Tatum doesn't want to take games off, doesn't want to sit. Right, he wants to play. Like, this, to me, is refreshing. How many games have he, he's played? 51 games. How many games have they played so far this year? Uh, they played, I'll tell you right now, they've played uh, 54 games. He's missed three games this season. Applaud him for this. And he's playing major minutes. This is what you want to see out of, out of Jason Tatum. Too many guys again, are looking at some of those other older stars and load management and saying, hey, give me a day off. Uh, Tatum hasn't done that, and Missoula has kind of let him go and and make – he's trusted Jason Tatum to kind of well, tell him when he needs a day off. Well, he definitely wants a ring, but he also wants the MVP. So, yeah, whatever. Listen. I can tell him right now he's not getting it. No, I, I agree. He's I not getting it. I'm sorry. He's he's And he, you picked the wrong year. I'm sorry, son. There's too many candidates this year. And and you're not you're not at the top of the he'll list. Come right, he'll he'll be top five, top three. Top five, yeah. And he'll get one. He'll get one, but it probably won't be this year. I'm with you. All right, to wrap it up real quick, who's your pick right now, Bob? Uh, I don't. I I really don't. I I I don't have full faith in this team yet, and to do what they need to do when it matters, because games like that Suns game annoy. Right. Well, but I, mean, I was wondering, but who's your MVP pick? I mean, you mentioned oh, it. Oh, MVP pick. Uh, um, you know, I would. I, I don't know the, the the Joker. You know, yeah, that's true. I mean, he's insane. Right? I know it'd be his third in a row, but I'm sorry, Larry won three in a row. You, the, the Kareem won. You know, Russell. It can happen. It, 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 it's. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that crazy about the discussion yet. I still think it's too early. I. I think I'm on record as saying let's wait till the All Star game. Well, we're getting. I have Joker. Joker at one. I probably have. Uh, you know, then in the next tier. 
Embiid, Tatum. Yeah, Embiid. I, I, I'm sorry. Luka, Giannis, those guys. Those, are, that, those are your top Gary, five right now. Gary, if you put the gun to my head, the proverbial Luger, uh, and, and I would say Embiid uh, uh, is carrying a team as much. And and uh, and I like it. I just – I'd say Embiid if I vote now, knowing yeah. that we got plenty of time to go, though. I, feel, I, w- I wouldn't want to do it now, but if I had to, I'd say Embiid. Well, plus with Brooklyn now out of the picture, Embiid, his candidacy, the awareness of it is taken out, you know, goes up a notch because now it's Boston, Philadelphia, and Milwaukee, you know, and, you know, one of those three could be the NBA champs. So just we'll to see. show you how, how great, how tough and crowded the field is, uh, uh, Giannis went for 54 in that night. Everybody just yawned. Oh, yeah, because they're used to it. Well, let's be honest. He's supposed to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So we got 54. All right. All right, guys. Well, listen, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you again next week. Uh, Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman, and Gary Tangway along for the ride. Brought to you by Bet Online, your number one source for all your Super Bowl betting this season. And also by HelloFresh. Uh, yes, the the favorite culinary experience of the Tangway family. Real quick, Super Bowl picks. Who are you taking, Bob? Eagles. What do you got? Jeff. Yeah, I got Eagles too. I got Eagles. No, I grew I'm, up I'm, as an Eagles fan. I was a Wilbert Montgomery, Harold Carmichael. Harold Carmichael, six feet eight. Wow. Oh. The trombone player, right? High school trombone player. Listen, we'll say goodbye. Thank you guys. Talk to you soon.